Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. I'm Dr. Serene and I'm here remotely again with Dr. Jen. Hey, Jen. Hey, Serene. How's it going? <laughs> going good. I think I think I need to give the disclaimer of this is being recorded about a month and a half in advance Yeah. Um, because Dr. Jen is pregnant and she is due in some time this year. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <When>? due- <laughs> well, as of the time we're recording it right now, I'm due in like nine weeks and that number is freaking me the fuck out. <laughs> okay. So we have to kind of pre-record for a while, but you know. You know, I just have to give that disclaimer in case the world is like falling apart and we're not talking about it. It's because we don't know about it yet. Right. Because you guys are in the future and we aren't. Um, And we're doing this for you because our options really were to take a long ass break because uh, there's a child, a new baby. Right. Or uh, record a bunch of episodes in advance so that we have new material to put out for you guys. Um, But like Serene said, knowing that things have been changing at the drop of a hat recently and the world can look like a totally different place uh by the time you listen to this okay so let's just give like five seconds of silence and you guys can fill in the gaps there of what we would typically say to address the changes that may or may not have (laughs) happened okay here's our five seconds of silence okay go and that's a wrap Wow, that sounds like a lot has been going on over the past few months. Thank you guys for filling us in. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, I hope they give us some good stuff. I want to know what's been happening over the past few months. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but but like we were talking about, like Serene and I were talking about this before we started recording, that at the very least, it'll be humorous for us going back and listening to this when it actually releases if things are way different and being like remember back then we thought that this thing was such a big deal and now you know there's fireballs falling from the air or you know there's yeah i mean crazy thing is happening there's a zombie apocalypse there's 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 been a global pandemic um killer hornets right the murder hornets Yep. Um, All of the West Coast is on fire. Half of California is just burning. Our houses smell like charred forests. Yes. It's 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 uh it's been fun. So I'm I'm excited to know what else is happening in yeah on december 4th when this will come out Um, well thank you guys for telling us and we're excited to get there and actually experience it and hear it yay 2020 oh god (laughs) which brings us to today's topic Ugh, i can't i can't all right well as (laughs) let's let's give some context let's do it all right um, when I was with my kindergartner on one of his zoom classes, I think we were trying to do the number five, like to write it out. And he was having a hard time and he was just like, Ugh, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know? And I think I called Jen or texted you or we were on one of our phone calls and I was like, uh, we need to do a whole subject on, I can't, because it seems like that's all my kids have been saying lately. Yeah. Um, but also like, I can't either. Right. 
Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's been a common experience for parents who are dealing with the like homeschooling or like zoom schooling thing um, for just how hard it's been to balance everything. Right. So, I mean, what do you think I can't means Jen when a kid says it? When a kid says it, Mm -hmm. I think, I think a lot of times kids say it well before they actually can't do something, first of all. Right. (laughs) And I think to me, if I hear a kid say I can't, um, it's sort of more of like an expression of like frustration or just like a way of asking for support Mm -hmm. because they can't ask for support or they don't know how to ask for support or they don't have the emotional energy at the time to ask for support. So instead they just kind of like melt into this blob of I can't hoping that you'll step in to help support them that's sort of like the first place my brain goes yeah I mean you I think you said it so well it's it's that expression of emotional overwhelm that Mm -hmm. they just don't have the words for yet they can't say like well I'm feeling overwhelmed with this new task I just need a minute to process it or you know like they don't have that Mm -hmm. capacity so it's like I can't. I just, I can't. Or, or sometimes with my older one, what I see, I can't means I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a good point. Yeah. Like not right now, you know? And it's like, well, I can't like, yeah, you can. You just did it. No, I can't. Nope. Um, So I think it's, it's, it's kind of when kids say I can't, I think as parents, we get frustrated because we look at it as like, oh my gosh, they're, they're being hard on themselves or their self-esteem is so low. And, we we make up this narrative that we want to assign to them or to it to the experience and it could be just as simple as like I'm overwhelmed right now or I just don't want to do it right now mm-hmm. um it doesn't have to be as deep as sometimes we make it out to be you know right yeah exactly and I think one thing I'm noticing with my kiddo but also in general with like me and other parents and other people I talk to is I think like a part of this is that everybody's frustration tolerance has kind of significantly dropped over the past however many months we've been dealing with all this stuff this year and so I think like the level of capacity people have to try harder or to uh, push themselves is the bar is kind of lowered and I think everybody's feeling this like emotional drain for whatever their personal experience is, whether you're an adult or a kid or whatever. Um, and I think that bar being lowered or like that frustration tolerance level being lowered, um, makes it harder to be able to feel like you can do or accomplish anything. Uh huh. I mean, it's interesting when you started you started your thought my mind went back to the beginning of the pandemic when everybody was like oh I'm gonna renovate my home or I'm gonna build a deck or I'm gonna redo my bathroom and then like a couple of months later you ask people like how's that project going and they're like oh my god I feel like such a failure I didn't even start it or you know it's like we went through this whole cycle of like these like ambitious thoughts and then the the like anxiety or the stress or the like unbelievable factor of this pandemic kind of kicked in and brought that out like what you just described the whole like I I can't I'm just too much too much right now yeah Um, so yeah and I think that goes back to something we've talked about too when we've just kind of talked about the pandemic in general is that 
in the beginning, I think there was this idea that like, okay, we're going to be on lockdown for like two weeks and then that's fine. And like, there's light at the end of the tunnel. We can yeah. do this. And, and I think the longer this has all been going on or the longer uh, we're not seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, at least as of now, at the point we're sitting in now, as we record this, um, it, it's feeling more daunting and it's, it's, like it's almost like running a marathon and when you're not that I've ever run a marathon or know what that's like but (laughs) but I imagine if you're running a marathon you go okay like only a half mile to go and like you could push yourself because you know how much more distance you have left versus right now we're in the space where we're like we don't know how much time is left in all of this we don't know how much longer we have to endure this for and that makes it so much harder to be able to like keep that endurance going because we don't know how much more energy reserve we need to be expelling or like how much more time or space there is to be able to keep this up for. Yeah. And it's really funny because um, like trying to apply the reframing thoughts or like reframing ideas to this seemed like it did work in the beginning because Mm -hmm. Like we felt like there was an end in sight, but now I feel like when I'm trying to reframe like my negative thoughts of like, okay, like when is life going to be normal again? It's, it's getting harder and harder because there's, it's now been several months of this and there's no, like, I don't know, there's no end in sight, like you said, Mm -hmm. um, so when my, my son was trying to write the number five, he didn't like, you know, the, you know how, you know, it's like a little line and then a little curve, right? Like a half mm-hmm. circle, right? He kind of just used to make it like a little, like a line that kind of went to the left, like a backwards yeah, yeah. L, right? So I was trying to get him to make a better, like more defined half circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and in whatever way I was trying to explain it to him, it just when I'd say do a half circle, you do a full circle or whatever. Like it, we just weren't communicating. Right. Right. And then finally I was like, just do a bloop. And he's like, a what? I'm like, just do a, like a bloop. You know? And I'm like, <laughs> I did a line. And then I just said bloop as I did the little half circle or whatever. And he was like, Oh, and he looked at me like you fucking idiot. Why didn't you say this to me from the beginning? Oh. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like he looked at me like, Oh, that's a five with a bloop. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a five. And he did it. And um, he did it right. That's and now so we funny. call that like a boop. A boop. <laughs> that's amazing. So like, I guess that's what I'm talking about with like reframing your thoughts. Like there's, yeah. you just kind of try different ways of thinking and see what fits and see what works for you. And now we've been doing this for several months and nothing has stuck because there's been no change. So it's like, well, where's my bloop? Damn it. Right. <laughs> This year needs a bloop. (laughs) Well, and I think another thing that's really hard is that like, okay, so by the time this episode's released, it'll be almost the end of the year. And I think right now people are like stretching and like grasping for any sort of like marker for like, when will this be done? And everybody's going, is 2020 over yet? But like, at least from where we sit right now, like there's no indication that the end of 2020 is going to be a magical marker that things don't are going to put drop. that out there, Jen. I'm going <laughs> to say don't, don't, but I just mean like, I think that's just like 
everybody's collective way of like trying to like grasp for like we need a bloop like we need a thing like we need like when this year ends things have to be different and so you know what I mean like it's kind of like that same idea that like we're all like looking for that thing that's going to change things right right and and when there's no change and that I can't distill that like when you don't see that change when you don't see that improvement like in his case when you know I was trying to explain in different ways and the change wasn't happening he wasn't improving in his you know perfection of the number five um um it was kind of like well I can't that I can't just continued and it got stronger and stronger right like but then with that bloop and it was like oh okay like now there's a change and there is an improvement so I know I can and we're just not seeing that so mm-hmm. anyway so many metaphors right now they're just getting yeah. all mushed up into each other <laughs> but um but that's the thing like we're not we're not yeah. seeing that like with all the news that changes daily with all the you know decisions that local or federal governments are making or like just changes in our family if one person has to go back to work or you know your Mm -hmm. kid is homeschooled or distance learning or whatever they're calling it um just the changes on micro and macro levels you know but without any improvement without any any return to normalcy is is frustrating and our our personal I can't is getting stronger and stronger yeah yeah. Well, and so I'll ask you the same question you asked me, which is you were asking me before at the beginning of the episode, like, what does, what does I can't mean when a kid says it? So I'll ask you, like, what, what does I can't mean when an adult or particularly like when a parent says it? I think to me, it's the same. It's like, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. My cup is full. Mm-hmm. Um, or my plate is full. Is it cup or plate yeah. or both? Could it be both? I think my, it my be both. plate and my cup is full. <laughs> every, like... every container I have is full. <laughs> there's, oh. a, there's a shit ton of Tupperware in my fridge. They're all full. <laughs> every single one. Everything. It's full. <laughs> like, I think that's what it means. It's uh, like enough. Um, you know, but we can. We can, right? Like, no matter what comes our way, we can. I think I can't is just a way of expressing like, this is a lot. This is too much. I need support. I need help. I'm not okay. Well, Um, well, and I think that goes back to like, it's kind of that idea of like helplessness or like almost like a hopelessness, but I think more, more so of like a helplessness that is like, I need support in some way. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an expression of, being overwhelmed and needing something, whatever mm-hmm. it is you need, whether you need more self-care, yeah. support, time out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just easier to say I can't than to sit there and process and identify exactly what the like stress triggers are, what the yeah. appropriate coping skill for that is, you know, what like how to ask for help, who to ask f- help from, that takes a lot of thinking and sometimes it's just easier to say I can't than to sit there and process all this right? extra information. Um, Great. What do we do with the I can'ts, whether it be with our kids or with ourselves? How do we move through that? Yeah. I, I think the first, the first step is like acknowledging what I can't means. 
And I think like going back and defining it like we just did and talking about like when our kids say I can't, what does I can't actually mean? Why are they saying it? What are they trying to express to us? And then I think the same thing for us. Like when we say I can't, what does that mean? Why are we saying it? Like what what's triggering that for us? And I think like just kind of starting there gives you a place to figure out like what is it that you're lacking? What is it that you're missing? Like what are your containers all full of that you that you need to like be unburdening or like unloading a little bit? Um, and that would be like where I would start. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. I mean, you're still sitting with it though, you know, yeah. and, and it's, it's hard and it's, I agree with you hundred percent. And it's like, in addition to that, it's allowing yourself to sit with that. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard work. It's not easy. It's, like I said, it's easier to just say, I'm done. Like I can't mm-hmm. forget it or I don't want to. Right. Yeah. And acknowledging that if that's how you're feeling, that that's a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Like it's valid to feel that way. That means that you're at capacity. <laughs> yeah. 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 And what about with, with kids? How do you, um, mm-hmm. how do you encourage them or teach them? that I can't just means I'm overwhelmed and I will try again and I will probably fail again and again and again until I don't. How how do you work through that? I like what you just said. Like I, for me, like I think it's so important to like give language to the things that our kids don't have language for yet. Like a bloop. Like a bloop. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But I love what you just said. Like, like when our kids are feeling that I can't, how do you give them the language to say like you're feeling frustrated and that this is hard and and I and I think the way you do that is just by reflecting that exactly back to them mm-hmm. like if you know what their I can't is about then you can say it to them and you could say like oh buddy like I hear how frustrated you are at this or like oh like honey I can I hear how stuck you're feeling or you know whatever it is and like telling them like reflecting back what you think that it is they're trying to say, because then I think that gives them a little bit of power to be like, yeah, I am feeling that way. Or like, no, you're totally missing it. That's not what's happening. It's this. And then they kind of like get empowered or like kind of find their voice or their language to say how they're feeling. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm a big advocate of like trying to reflect back what you think their experience is so that they then can either confirm or deny it and be able to like create that dialogue around it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Exactly what you just said. Yeah. Um, and using words, not not like I'm modeling that very well with making up words, but um, you know, using words. But he understood what you meant. Like he, you, you yeah. reached him. <laughs> I yeah. Like and he just looked at me like this is it. I just needed yeah. to do a bloop. Like really, you couldn't have said this <laughs> like two hours ago. Um, no, I mean uh, using words to help them learn that this feeling has a word and that's the Mm -hmm. word I could use to describe it next time instead of saying I can't yeah um you know like uh, oh yeah like writing that five is really hard huh or like you're I don't know if like they look upset like "Mm, you look upset like what's going on or putting words to that and um 
and and validating and saying like yes it's hard like it's really hard Lear- imagine learning to write or ride a bike or um yeah whatever kids do for the first time you know coming up with full sentences or you know when they're I know my older kid now the teachers are saying well your sentences need to have like five or six words not three to four words well coming up with longer sentences you know yes it's hard um so just identifying like or validating their experience giving words to that identifying the feeling that goes with that um like you said, what I can't really means doesn't mean you're upset. Doesn't mean you're sad. It doesn't mean you're overwhelmed. Doesn't mean you're angry or you know mm-hmm. feeling frustrated. There's so many words to describe feelings. Yeah. Um, but I can't yeah. is easy, and I understand. Totally understand. Mm-hmm. Why it's an easy one to grasp for. Yeah, absolutely. One to reach for, and why it why it reflects so much how they're actually feeling. <laughs> Absolutely. And I can imagine it's really frustrating for parents to constantly hear, I can't, but I can't, but I can't. Like, I know for me, it's very frustrating because it's like, yes, you you can. Definitely can. (laughs) But but saying that doesn't help or do anything. Because they're not really saying I can't. They're saying so many other things. Oh, totally. Responding with like, yes, you can is, even though like colloquially, it sounds like you're responding to the right thing. Like you're... But in their head, like a person that's saying I can't isn't really saying I can't. They're saying so many other things. Right. Um, Anyway. Like as we're talking, I'm trying to think back to like specific examples recently that I've had of my daughter saying I can't. And most of it are actually like not school related or like 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 zoom class related but don't judge me jen i'm in zoom hell right now that's all i can think about (laughs) oh my god i'm i'm in hell for a million other reasons trust me (laughs) school just have i mean because preschool it's easy but it happens to not be one of the things except that i have to physically be sitting there with her constantly the whole time it's not like the luxury of sending her to school but but for us it's other things that are even in, in a way almost more frustrating to hear i can't because it's things she can do like it's like things like taking her shoes and socks off that she's done a billion times or like putting together or taking apart a lego set that she's done a billion times but she's playing on her own and then from across the room starts screaming i can't like it's things like that that like like you yeah. said, like I want to shake her and be like, but you can, you just did it yesterday. That's the frustrating um, thing. Listen, yeah. my, my five-year-old, yeah. he's been putting on his own shoes for like the last three and a right. half years. And there right. will be days where he's like, oh, I can't. I'm like, no, you, you just don't want to because you're right doing 10 other things right now. But right. Yeah. That's the frustrating <laughs> part. You're absolutely oh. right. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah. And I don't want to minimize like the zoom schooling thing, but like that's that's what our personal hell has been my personal hell (laughs) has been like like the things that I know she can do or like that if I tell her I'm going to the other room for a minute to go grab something and then she needs me in that exact minute and then I just hear screaming from the other room and you know and like I can't or I need you or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's just that it's just that frustration tolerance like this kid that has been so independent that has been so and that is so capable just kind of dissolves into this emotional puddle of feeling helpless because her frustration tolerance has just 
taken a nosedive, which is understandable. Like I think it has for so many of us, but mm-hmm. it's it's hard and frustrating for a parent whose frustration tolerance has also taken a nosedive and is also in their third trimester of pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to like be simultaneously having this parallel process with their three-year-old of this this lowered frustration tolerance and like of needing immediate assistance and it's it's hard for everybody like for kids for parents for for all of us collectively yeah no it's it's definitely been hard and dealing with the I can'ts is really hard mm-hmm. especially when you feel like you can't anymore right. um, it's 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 tough it's tough I think in a normal world hearing kids say I can't I can't I can't is annoying and frustrating and exhausting enough and add to that everything we've got going on now including the zombie apocalypse you guys just right um yeah no it's 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 a lot it's it's really a lot um but it's it's just it's become a part of our like our our vernacular now right like just saying I can't um it's oh a it's an easy expression of like so many different emotions without really being too specific I guess I don't know yeah. Um, yeah. good way of putting it I guess the like one takeaway I'd have for this episode is for people to I mean yes I guess you you can be frustrated at your kids saying I can't but at the same time understanding that they're saying so much more and right like understanding the level below mm -hmm. what they're saying yeah and at the same time when you are walking around your house just thinking oh I can't anymore really think about what that means like Mm -hmm. what what are you referring to like what what is it that's triggering that emotional overwhelm how can you cope with that feeling how can you practice self-care um not just letting it slide as an I can't like really right. hone it on like what is happening yeah <sighs> yeah what's your takeaway I mean I think the same just like acknowledging first of all that like it's okay to feel like you can't um it's okay that your kiddos feel like they can't but like you said like understanding what that means and like where that's coming from and I think like for so many people like I said before, like, I think like the frustration tolerance is a big part of it. And that so many of us collectively are just like at emotional capacity. And that's mm-hmm. sort of where a lot of this is stemming from. And just being mindful, like you said, of like, what is it that's draining you? What is it that's creating that dynamic? Um, and then addressing that instead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, all right. If you guys have any questions or any updates about the world, um, email us at is it bedtime yet podcast at gmail.com or find us on social media at is it bedtime yet podcast with underscores between each word on Instagram or is it bedtime yet podcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, for today, this is Dr. Serene, and I'm here remotely with Dr. Jen, and we're still asking, is it bedtime yet?